Hey, what's going on, yo? What's up? What's up? Y'all know what it is. Back with another episode of the Just Ivan Junior Podcast or the JIJ, whatever you guys would like to call it. And if this is your first time listening, I just wanted to just say thank you for taking the time out your day just to listen. If you're a usual listener, you already know what it is. What's going on? Welcome to the conversation. You know, I overemphasize about this is just a conversation. You know what I mean? This ain't no, like, sermon type based thing. But, you know, this is a conversation. So you're just pulling up, whether it's like you're telling your friend to come over or you telling another friend to meet you somewhere or, or whoever the case may be. That, you know, come over, let's talk, let's have a chat. So, welcome to the conversation is what we like to say. So, without a further ado, I got another good topic for you guys to listen to and to talk about and to chat about real quickly. So, <clears throat> what I want to talk about today is how to deal with when you are feeling distant or disconnected from God. Because a lot of us feel that way. Or a lot of us, we go through seasons where we are feeling disconnected with God or feeling apart from God or not really feeling his presence or really connecting with him right now, which that causes our lives to be in dismay, be in disgruntled. So I want to talk about real quickly, like how it's possible for us to be disconnected from God, which is actually pretty easy. And then talk about what we need to do in order for us to be you know connected with god and really to encourage y'all in this moment because i mean we all go through it so i just want to talk about those things because this is something that we'll go through a lot in our life like in and out in our life you're gonna have moments where seasons where everything is great you know god you know your relationship with god is going great your relationship with christ is going great everything is going well and then there's gonna be times where certain situations gonna happen in your life and then it's not gonna go so well which might take a hit on your relationship with god we're going to talk about how to work through and get through that, right? So, let's just get into that real quickly. So, really, there's like a, like many reasons why we become distant with God. There's many reasons. Like, for instance, our jobs, work, can get in the way of that because we are putting too much time at work. Work can be stressful. Work can be draining. You can be tired, all this and that, so that can take an effect. Uh, different life circumstances you could be going through a boatload of crap you could be you might be having to take care of a loved one and that's gone out of the way you might be raising kids that might got very very hectic or like i said work earlier or a job or a hobby or certain relationships or certain situations that get you in a jam and pretty much takes your focus off your relationship with god because of certain life circumstances that is actually happening in your life um, you could be losing faith in a situation. That could be another way how we um can stray away from God. Cause we could be losing faith because God might be taking too long to answer a prayer, or God might be taking too long to work in a situation. You could be dealing with like a a disease, or waiting for your big break, or waiting for this business to boom, and all this other different stuff. So we could lose faith as well. You know, that's another way we can feel distant from God. I mean, us being tired, us being drained. That can be another thing. I mean, there's like, you know what I'm saying? Those are just like the few common ones I can think of off the top of my head. But there's a lot of different ways that we become distant with God. And I really want to help you, like help, because I've been through it plenty of times. I, I just went through it, not like, you know, like a year and some change ago when I really, really felt distance from God. You know, it happens. So I really want to encourage you guys and talk about some things we can do 
and really to remember so that way we can always be connected with god or we can recognize certain red flags that we're like oh sh you know oh shoot that we're starting to stray away from some things let me just fix some few things real quickly so um, real quick i just want to even talk about like how we can be more connected with god well and first and foremost how we can be more connected back with christ is to remember that no matter how much you might fall off no matter how many times you might forget to pray or how many times that you might forget to read your word or how many times you are hiding from him because maybe you're doing something and you're just hiding from him because you feel like you don't want to talk to him right now because you might be ashamed of whatever you're dealing with um i'm just going to tell you right now that it doesn't matter like god still is everywhere and he still loves you and nothing you can do can be too far gone for you to change and for you to um get back with god like no matter how much you fell off no matter how much you you deserted him or ignored him or chose not to be like him like you're never too far gone every everybody has an opportunity so i would need, i just want to start it off with that that no matter what you did no matter what happened no matter what the circumstances was you still have a chance to reconnect with god like you're never too far away from him you're never too far away so I just want to at least start it off with that. That you're never too far away. So you might be feeling discouraged saying, you know what? I've been so wishy-washy. I've been in and out. Like, I know God doesn't even care. Or, man, I'm pretty much messed up my chances. Like, nah, that's not true. Okay? So you're never too far away from him. And also, because if you look at, look at James, uh, James 4, 8, where he says, uh, where James, you know, says that when you draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. So, when you work on drawing near to God, he will draw near to you. He is with us. He's omnipresent, meaning he's everywhere. Whether we're doing good, whether we're doing bad, whether we're neglecting him, whether we're not paying him no mind, all this other stuff, he's everywhere. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. So, I just want you to remember that you're never too far gone. You never fell off too often, or you never so-called backsliding, which I don't even care for the term backsliding anymore, but... Even if you're backsliding or whatever the case may be, that you're never too far gone or never too fell off from your relationship or never too far distant to get things back right with Christ. So you're never too far gone, right? So let's talk about some things we need to do. So I think the first important thing to remember is real, like asking for forgiveness, you know. That's one thing we need to do, ask for forgiveness. Because we're neglecting our relationship with him, but we're feeling disconnected. Because most of the time, when we're feeling distant from God, is because it's a disconnect. Really coming from our from our job, from our half. It is. It's coming from our half. Because when it comes to any relationship, whether it's a family member, whether it's a friend, colleague, whatever the case may be, every friendship took takes effort, takes consistent effort to keep up. Right? You just don't get to a certain level. You just say, forget it. And then you have no consistency. You don't build a relationship anymore. You don't care about the relationship anymore. You just treat it, whatever. No. It's something that you always build every day. Or you're always building. You're always growing. And that's how our relationship with God, which Christ needs to look like. Our relationship with God needs to look like. It needs to be something that we are always building, always growing, always talking to Him. Always listening to Him, praying to Him. Whether it's... Whether you keep messing up or don't keep messing up whether you you are you know doing the right things for the moment and all this other different stuff like no matter how hectic life gets 
we need to remember that we always need to talk to him, continue to build and grow that relationship with him. It has to be consistent. It has to be all the time, just like it is with all your friends or some people that you care about. It's always consistent. So that's how a relationship with God needs to be. So when we fall off from him, it's just that's when that's when we neglect that's when we don't make him a priority that's when we fall back from him that's when we ignore him and even shun God so really just asking God to forgive you for even just saying you know what I dropped the ball I should have spent more time with you regardless of what life has happened I should spend more time with you and really told you more about my situation or you know, I've told you about the situation. I got impatient. I'm sorry for getting impatient and ignoring you for about it. There's many different scenarios I can swing this in, right? But just asking God, like, look, man, I'm sorry. I know I should have neglected you. I know I shouldn't have, you know, swayed away from you because of stuff that was happening in my life. Just like we do with other people in our relationships that we have. Like, look, my bad, bro, for, like, not answering your text. Or my bad, bro, for not answering your phone call. Or my bad... For not, you know, replying to this message. You know what I'm saying? But this is like the creative universe we talk about. So this is somebody that we need to make sure we're prioritizing first. Right? So in order to make sure we are building that relationship with God and really obeying him and really showing that we do care about our relationship with God and making him the number one priority of our relationship. And a lot of times we don't make him number one number one priority. Which that itself is a problem as well. But really, this step is important for us to become more uh, connected back with God again. Because that's the first step. Because the first step is admitted. Admitting that, look, I'm, I'm the reason why we have a disconnect. I'm the reason why I've I paid more attention to these things. I'm neglecting you for these reasons and stuff like that. So... This is an important part of the process of getting reconnected with God is realizing that, you know, I dropped the ball, taking ownership of that, and then, you know, and noticing it and just saying, okay, cool. All right, now we know when to fix it. You know what I mean? Because once you identify what the actual problem is or where it's coming from, that's how you can find a solution to the problem, a solution to the things, right? And bring it to God. Like, you know what, God, I realize this is what this is. Can you help me with this? And then once you actually bring up and actually talk about and actually admit whatever problem it is, that's when you can actually start to heal. That's when you can actually start to fix whatever the problem is. So, realizing it, addressing it, asking God for forgiveness for neglecting him and not making him a priority that he should be. That's a good first step when it comes to uh, reconnecting with God. You know what I'm saying? Also, um, re- uh, connecting with God is making sure we're praying to him. And praying to him is communicating with him that's what praying is praying is talking to god that's literally what it is you're talking to god you're praying to him it ain't no like super seance or any little heebie-jeebies type stuff no you're just talking to him it's a conversation you're talking to him that's what you do you're talking to him you know in psalms uh 145 18 you know david says the lord is near to all who call on him to all who call on him in truth so he's near to us when we call on him, when we pray to him, when we talk to him. He is near to us. He's near to us. That's how we talk and communicate with God. That's one of the main things that we do is when we talk, when we pray to him and spending time with him. And sometimes our prayer life isn't really that 
good. Because when we're not praying to him, we're not talking to him. So if you are in a relationship with somebody, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's say you're married, you have a girlfriend or a friendship. Like, how strong is that relationship going to be if you don't talk to them? Think about that. How strong is your relationship going to be if you don't talk to that person? Or have a conversation with that person or talk to them? How strong is your how strong is your relationship going to be? It's going to take a hit if you're not talking to them. That's how it is with our relationship with Christ. When we're not talking to him, we're not praying to him. Our relationship with him is going to take an effect. No matter how much knowledge you know, no matter how much you know or think you know or resources that you have, our relationship with God will take a hit if we don't communicate and talk to him, just like it does with everything else. And this is. And the reason why this is, this is, you know, dangerous and really gets off our disconnect because, you know, once we start to not talk to God and so, and a lot of times I'm not even saying it's always on purpose. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times things do happen, right? But when we, when we, um, don't pray to him, that's when we miss the opportunity sometimes for God to really work in our situations. Not saying that he he needs our prayers like we he needs us to pray to him. You know what I'm saying? He don't need us to pray for him for him to do things. But that's how he wants us to communicate. He wants us to bring these things up to him. He wants us to talk about it. He wants us to bring things up. Sometimes God won't heal what you don't reveal. You know what I mean? God won't heal what you won't reveal. Like I think about James 5:16 where he says to confess to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. Because prayers of a righteous person is effective. Think like think about it in a way as far as like, okay, we're going through certain situations and we know that prayers of righteous people and letting people know about our situations and them praying for us means 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 a lot to God. Well, how more does it mean to God when we not when we're we're not telling him the actual person? Because it means a lot when we don't let other believers that actually care about us let us know about our situations to help us. Imagine how we apply that with him. You know what I'm saying? Imagine how it applies that with him. Because ultimately, he wants to have a relationship with you. He does. He wants you to praise him. He wants you to talk to him. When you're angry with him, that's what he wants. Talk to him. He can handle it. You know, Christ died for your sins. Being spit on, being ridiculed, all this other different stuff. You know, he's the creator of the universe. You think he can't handle you being angry at him? You know what I mean? Like, if you're angry, sad, mad, upset, losing patience, all these other different things. Let's just be honest. He can handle it. He can handle it. And that's the type of relationship that we need to have with Christ. And we all, and you often hear people talk about David was a man after God's own heart. That was his little nickname, right? Well, that's because... If you read the Psalms in particular, you will understand why. Because no matter what he was dealing with, battles and troubles and tri- and tribulations, all types of stuff that he was dealing with at the time, the poetry that he was writing to God, praying to God, he he was completely honest with him. Completely honest with him. And that's the type of prayer and relationship we need with God. And I can get and I get that sometimes praying is not the easiest thing in the world, right? It's not. I'm not even going to sit here and act like it is. It's definitely not the easiest thing in the world. But 
the more you actually do pray, the more you do that, the the, the, the better you'll get at it. The, the more you'll connect with them, and and God will meet you halfway on. It's not like He ain't gonna help you be able to pray more. You know what I'm saying? Like the more you're willing to do, the more He's able to, you know, the more He's gonna be able to help you out with. Because everybody that build their relationship with Him, with Christ, and actually can pray to Him and talk to Him, you know, it takes you know it takes time. Just like any other relationship takes time. It takes time sometimes. But praying to him is a huge thing. So well, I'm talking about even like if you just remember, like you should start small. Like remember to do it before you go to bed. Or every like or remember or in the morning you can start by having a conversation with him. Like being the first person you talk to every day before you talk to anybody else and the last person you, you speak to before you go. So you can start small even with that. Just build a relationship with him, connected with him, because the more you pray, the more you talk to him, the better you'll be able to be connected with him. Another thing we have to think about, too, is in order for us to help us be more connected with God and not to, you know, lose our connection with him is we need to seek him. We need to seek him more. We need to seek him. Like, how often we are we really seeking God? Are you really seeking him? Or you only seek him when things are going wrong? Do you seek him when things are going right? Like these are honest questions you you need to ask yourself. Is this an honest thing to do? Is it honest? Like are you honestly only seeking God when when it's when when you're having trouble or are you seeking him because you love him? Are you seeking him because you have a relationship with him and he's in your life and you listen to him and obey him? That's the difference. That's that's the like that's a huge common number right there. Are you seeking him and not just doing it, you know? But this is like not just doing it every once in a while and stuff like that. But it has to be a daily thing. Are you doing it daily? Are you seeking him daily? You know, in Matthew six thirty three. You know, it says that, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. So seek first the kingdom of God. Seek first the kingdom of God and the rest will be added to you. So that's a huge thing when you come, when you think about seeking, that's what Jesus said. Jesus says to seek. Seek the kingdom of God, seek him first. And the rest will be added to you. His righteousness will be added to you. Meaning, when you seek him, when you seek Jesus, when you seek him, make it a priority. Make it a daily basis. When you seek him, every single day, righteousness will be added to you. Meaning, even though because of our sin, we can't be righteous, but with Jesus, we can. Jesus is the one that helps us make more righteous action and make more wise decisions and stuff like that. So, the more we seek Jesus... The more righteousness will be added into us because he is the common denominator when it comes between him being a mediator between us and him and God. So what I'm saying is when you are in a, in a, in a space when you are feeling distant from God, make sure that you seeking him daily is not affected or something's not in the way of that. Because when you're not seeking God daily and when you're not seeking Christ in the cross daily, then that's when we go down roads where we're feeling disconnected from God. That's when we can let our flesh get in the way. It's important that we are seeking him every day. Because, you know, when Jesus is even talking, 
right now he's talking about being like this whole thing like this whole little portion of Matthew chapter 6 which starts in verse 25 where he's talking about you know not being anxious don't be anxious about certain things in your life don't be anxious because you know in verse 25 he even says therefore I tell you don't not be anxious about your life what you will eat or what you will drink nor about your body what you will put on is not life more than food and a body more than clothing look at the birds of the air they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns and yet your heavenly father feeds them are you not more value than they so don't be anxious about what's going on don't be anxious about you and how you're being disconnected from God right now because think about this birds random animals they don't reap and so they don't have conscious thinking they're not they don't have conscious you know thinking and morality and stuff like that that goes through their mind but yet God still provides for them so how much more valuable are we to him so we have to trust that when we are seeking him and seeking him daily that he will do his part for us he will provide for us so when we're not seeking him on a daily basis that's when our relationship will hit us an egg with him because when we're not seeking him daily we're not wanting to build with him daily we're not making him a priority daily and eventually it will start to hit a snag in our relationship with him right because when we choose not to put christ first or to talk to him first or to build with him first or to to talk to him first when that hits a snag it will hit a snag for the rest of the different things that's in our life our mental health will be affected our spiritual being will be affected we will be affected by it because God is the source of us being able to continue to move on and to strive through the stuff that life offers us so when we start to neglect him that's when our the righteousness that we might have in avoiding the flesh will be affected that's when our wisdom will be affected that's when we won't be thinking straight and it's, that's because we're not being connected to the main person of source that is helping us. And that's Christ. So it's important that we are making sure that we are seeking him. That we seek him. Because in James 1, you know, it talks about us being doers of the world, not just hearers of the word, right? Because we know Bible verses that tells us to do certain things to help us do certain things and we hear it and it sounds good but we need to make sure we're actually doing those things and that's going to wrap up into my last point on how we can be more um and what can I'm, I'm sorry what can help us not be distant from god when we are distant from god and that is reading this word reading scripture right and this is probably the hardest part about it and actually this is one of the most important parts because the reason why praying and stuff can be so hard right because you know i just said previously like oh you know Praying is talking to God and stuff like that, which is a little different. And I, you know, I compared it to like talking to God, you know, it's like talking to a family member, friends, stuff like that, which the principle is the same. Now it looks the same. It sounds differently. Right. So for instance, I mean, I'm sorry, it looks differently and sounds differently. So, you know, if I'm in a room with you, we're talking, you can talk back and stuff like that. But with God, it doesn't really happen that way. He doesn't really talk back verbally. Right. So the thing to remember is 
how God really like speaks to us is through his Bible. It's through his word. It's through scriptures. Because when you read, you know, 2 Timothy 3.16, Paul is saying to Timothy that all scripture is God breathed out by God and profitable for teaching and reproof correction and all the other different and, you know, training for righteousness and equipped to do every good work. That's what the purpose of scripture is. So, yes, the Bible was written by 40 different people. But they were all inspired by God. So everything in the Bible was inspired and written for God. I mean, written like written by God. And God was using these people to write these scripture verses specifically for us. And specifically for different groups of people, right? But it's used to, for us to help communicate with God. That's how he speaks to us. That's how we learn about certain promises. That's how we learn how to conduct ourselves. That's how we learn to... Uh, be able to get through life. That's how we learn on how to on who Jesus and his character is. Like the Bible is used for all those different things, and that's how God speaks to us. Because there's gonna be times when once you understand how to read the Bible, once you understand what culture is written in, once you understand who the author is of each book and who they're writing to, once you understand those bases, you can actually understand how beautifully the Bible is for us. And that's how God speaks to us. He He inspired these people to write these scriptures to help us to help us to hear what God is saying to help us to, to communicate with God and that's through his scriptures that's what keeps us grounded and which is the truth because the truth does set us free God's word is truth and it does set us free it sets us free from the sin bondage it sets us free from being disconnected with him it sets us free from any flesh that will bother us and deal with us like it sets us free from a lot of things that can be plaguing and harming us and then if we even look at romans 15 4 where where the author says for whatever was written in former days was written for our instruction that though endurance and through the encouragement of scriptures we may have hope so you know, during this time, while well, this was being written, the New Testament wasn't the New Testament yet, it was just Old Testament scriptures. But he's saying that for whatever was written in former days, it was written for our instruction, meaning the Old Testament scriptures, which the Old Testament scriptures, which all the New Testament authors, that's where they're right, that's where they're getting all the writings and teachings from, is from Old Testament. So they're saying pretty much that our former days was written, it was written for instruction, that through endurance and through the encouragement of scriptures, we might have hope. So. The scriptures is used for our instruction. God is using it to, and the whole purpose of instruction is to help us navigate, navigate through life, and to help us through endurance, meaning for us to persevere when life gives us crazy cards sometimes. And that the scriptures will give us hope, meaning that God's word, God's specific word, God's the certain promises, certain things that God say to us, whether God's even holding us accountable, saying don't do this because he's protecting us from something, uh, telling you to stick to his word because we can ha- we find hope in God's word because God's word is hope. Jesus is hope. That we are saved through it. That we are saved because of Jesus Christ. So, by us reading scripture... By us reading God's word, that's how we communicate with God. That's how we know, you know, what he wants from us. That's how we know how much he loves us. That's how we know how much he cares about us. That's how we know certain things by reading his word. Not based on any so-called feeling or emotions that we might have, but listening to his word. That's how we be connected with God. And a lot of times, 
our relationship with him can hit a snack or we can feel super distant because we don't read the scripture. We'll sometimes rather listen to a sermon. We might sometimes we might rather listen to a song or listen to somebody else speak or read certain like even I'm not even saying devotion is bad. Devotion ain't bad, but even reading certain devotion plans because it's quick and then you know, which they're not bad, but still different from actually reading like reading really reading and studying scripture. And a lot of times that's why we can feel really disconnected from God because we're not communicating with him. We're not reading his word. We're not reading what he's what he wrote for us. And we're feeling disconnected because without us making consistent reading of his word and planting it in our soul, like a planting it in our hearts and the scriptures and stuff that he says, it's going to affect us. It will affect us. His word is here for us to grow. His word is here for us to communicate with him. For us to, no, well, I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. So his, his word is here for him to speak back to us when we're praying to God. And we're praying to God that we read certain verses. So that way we understand, like, okay, cool, 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 you know. Okay, cool, cool, understand. Like, okay, I know God's going to take his time. All right, cool, cool, cool. That's how he's speaking back. Like, let me think of a, a real quick, uh, real quick thing. So say, for instance, um, you are... You're like you're praying for something. So let's just say, for instance, um, you're praying for since everyone likes talking about purpose, I'll use a purpose one real quick. So let's just say, for instance, that you are praying for like you have a passion for cooking or a passion for this and that, and you don't know really any plans. Like you have certain things that are set on your heart, and you know you're praying to God, talking about it. So you're praying about and talking about it, but how is God communicating to you back? Like, dang, God, I really want to accomplish this. I'm really confused about this. I don't know what next move to make. Uh, Lord, really help me with this. And without reading this word, you won't know. So let's talk about Proverbs 3, 5. Proverbs 3, you know, verses 4 through 6. Which, if you read back, that's um, Solomon being inspired by God to pretty much say, look, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. Right? You've heard you you've heard that verse, or I'm pretty sure. You heard that verse. So, let's just say, for instance, you really have a goal. You really have something you want to accomplish. You have different passions and stuff like that. But, you really don't, you know, you really don't. You know, you're really confused about the situation. You really want to hear from God in this situation. So, you're just trying to, you know. But, if you read this word... And when he says about certain things like that, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding and acknowledge him in all your ways and he will make your path straight. So you could be praying for something, you could be waiting for something, waiting to hear God for something, or you could feel discouraged about something. God, you point right to God's word. This is what he's communicating. Like, look, just trust me with all, with all your heart and don't lean on your own understanding because granted, you're smart, but I know everything. I know what's going on. Just trust me. And I'll make your path straight. I'm not going to guarantee your path ain't going to be bumpy. I ain't going to guarantee that things won't happen. But I guarantee you'll get through it. I'll help you get through it. And that's what it's reading this word is like. Because there'll be certain things that, that you might have questions and certain needs on. And God is tell, is communicating you through his through the Bible and saying, okay, do this. Okay, don't do this because this might happen if you do this, right? So, 
That's the whole importance of reading this word. That's how he communicates with us. That's how we understand what he wants us to do or wants us to say or to really talk back to us. And I really want to just wrap up really just say, like just saying this because we a lot of us feel disconnected from God at times. It happens to all of us. So don't beat yourself up if you're in a predicament where you're you're in it right now. Don't be don't be don't be so caught don't be don't be caught up in that. Don't discourage yourself in that, right? Because no matter what you do, you can never be too far away from reconnecting with Christ. Never, it don't matter. Like, don't discourage yourself and think, I haven't talked to him in like a year, man. I might as well say forget it. No, you can always come back and have a conversation. You know, ask him for your forgiveness for neglecting him, and then you can continue back with your conversation. But it's all about making sure we're being consistent every day when it comes to seeking him, to him and praying to him and reading his word. And I'm not saying like you have to spend three hours on that you know that's not what God is saying you know I spent all your day and night because you realize you have to work and all the types of other stuff and you got a job and kids and all this other stuff but God just wants you to make him the number one priority that's it make him a priority when you wake up in the morning start your day with talking to him reading the word to him communicate with him your first like the first thing you do when you wake up in the morning and then when the last thing you do before you go to sleep do that those little steps can actually make a huge difference in your life and your relationship with him but don't be this discouraged because you might feel distant. Or you might feel like you're far away from God. You haven't heard from God in a while. And a lot of the times it has something to do with, I mean, both, I'm sorry, all the time it has something to do with what we do. It has something to do with what we're doing. Because we are not doing one of these things that I just talked about. We're not seeking Him daily. You know, we might not be praying to Him daily or reading His word or, or reading what He's sending back to us or. It's because we're neglecting one of these things. And it's not for me trying to sound harsh, but it is the truth. It's because we're not doing something. But once you actually realize it, like, dang, you know what? I haven't really, you know, I haven't really, you know, I haven't really seeked him lately or I haven't really prayed to him lately or I haven't really read his word lately and stuff like that. And then we wonder why we're feeling disconnected from him anyway. Because... I think I think people heard this term this phrase before like you can't hear God speak from an empty from a closed Bible because that's how he speaks to us and we got to make efforts because God knows how our life like sometimes I feel like we feel like God is unreasonable and he doesn't understand that we have other stuff and things that we go through he understands all of that and he wants to help us with all that he wants us to have a relationship and not for us to walk through that alone but we still have to build that relationship with him seek him make him the number one priority trust him don't think you know what's better for you better than he does because a lot of times we end up in a hole or in a jam or feeling disconnected from God and realize that he's here to have a relationship with us he's here and he cares about us and he loves us so when you're feeling like you're feeling disconnected from God, just remember to seek him daily. Make him the wrong priority and read your word every day because that's literally how God speaks back to us. Right? Pray to him. You know, ask for forgiveness. And realize that like, you dropped the ball, you made a mistake, and that's okay because he still loves you anyway. And asking for forgiveness is asking to grow. 
and we all feel this and we all can be in a situation where we can feel disconnected with God but I wanted to talk about this because just because you're feeling distant doesn't mean you have to stay distant doesn't mean that you can continue to be distant you can easily come back I'm not gonna say it's an easy process but you can come back it's gonna take some work but come on now this whole part of the reason why Christ died for us anyway because we're gonna be going through situations where we're gonna be disconnected from God because of certain things that we get overbound bound and overwhelmed in our life and we lose track of God and that's when other things in our life start to slip God understands and knows that that's why he had the whole plan with Jesus coming down here anyway in the woodwork so that's how we can know we can trust him and go to him when it's going through certain things so that's why I just wanted to talk about it because we all can be distant from Christ at times or feel distant or feel distant from Christ but all we gotta do is do these simple basic things and we can be reconnected with God for sure so just think about some of that stuff throughout the week think about how more you can seek him think about how we you can pray to him better maybe instead of actually just praying like saying words like I'm talking right now you can write it down you can write down your thoughts and your feelings and stuff like that you can write all that stuff down you can try that or also how much more how more I can read the bible or read certain verses certain chapters like what more can I do to do those things so that way I'm not feeling distant from God. Because I'm trying to tell you. I guarantee you. You do all these things wholeheartedly. Not saying you have to do this with a smile on your face. And always be. You know what I'm saying? Like. Because you know. Stuff happens. But. I guarantee if you do these things. You will start to. Feel God's connection. It will not go away. It won't go away. We just continue to stick. Stick through this. And be consistent. So. Pretty much that's all I got for you guys today. It's all. It's all. We're all in this together too. We're all in this together. So, if you're feeling distant from God, ask somebody to help you out with that process as well. You don't have to deal with it on your own. And I'll try to throw that in there too. So, all right. Have a good week, y'all. I'm out. Peace.